Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. It's episode one hundred and eighty. One hundred and eighty. Do the voice. Oh, is that all right? Like the guy who does I it, did. Russ Bray. I can't do it. One hundred and eighty. Is that better? No, because you're pronouncing it too much. One eighty. No, that's not it. It does. Yeah, but that wasn't it either. I think mine was better. Fucking <laughs> competition with you, innit? These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Episode 180 of Husband and Wife Sentence Life. Simon here, Laura over there. Hello. It's still Tuesday the 16th of January. Yeah. And it is still very cold. Yeah. We're recording this one straight off the back of the last one. Trying to catch ourselves up. The last one was pre-Christmas. This is Christmas catch-up. So we're going to talk about Christmas to New Year. Yeah. So we had all the kids here, first off. Yeah, which was really lovely because we've not been just us five for a long, long time. For ages. Yeah. Really. And, uh, well, probably back in Dubai. Mm-hmm. I fetched Honey from Southend. She she was here from the 9th of December, which is too long. Leo didn't arrive until the 23rd, the yeah. evening of the 23rd of December. Yeah. Which is not long enough. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle would have been nice. Yeah. We once again, this happened last year. We barely watched any Christmas classic films. Remember last year we did the same. But I think, right, because we, we started, we put our decorations up early. We started in November the 1st and then we had your birthday and it felt like, oh, it's got ages until Christmas. And I don't know, like, I mean, we just talked about December, but December just went by. It yeah. like flew by and then suddenly... What was on? Big Brother, I'm a Celebrity... Now, say what you want, but we are fans of these shows. Yeah. Like, don't don't hate us for it. But that takes up all your evening telly, pretty much. Well, yeah, and it, but it just, December just went. We were still working. Betsy was in school right up to the 20th. Yeah. Uh, and then we did the panto, which we talked about on the 20th. Then we did the train on the... 22nd. 22nd. Then Leo arrived on the 23rd. By the time we were all together, it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we've watched no films. No. 
We've watched the new ones we, we, we talked about. We watched Candy Cane Lane, Murphy, rubbish. rubbish, yeah. But we, we didn't watch, I would say, the ones that we like. I didn't even watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. No, and I felt bad. Now, we'd been shopping up in Muswell Hill for some last-minute bits, and we went into the Everyman, which is this beautiful cinema in mm-hmm. Muswell Hill, which is reflected in their £18 a ticket prices. Yes. But they were showing It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve at two o'clock in the afternoon and I've never seen it on big screen. You said to me, you should go, take Leo. You and Leo, yeah. I and wish I said, you'd I gone. I wish you'd yeah, gone. Yeah, I know, but that was Leo's first proper day. He weren't here for very long. I know, but... And I said, no, it's tradition. I watch it at home when we're peeling veg. I didn't get to watch It's a Wonderful Life. I didn't go on about it, but I was heartbroken. Yeah. No, I, 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 Absolutely I did feel bad that we didn't watch it and I, um, I wish you'd gone and done... But we didn't watch any, so I didn't watch the Home Alones. I didn't watch the National Lampoon. Elf, we didn't watch this year. Things that are staples. Love Actually. Didn't watch Love Actually? No. Crazy. Didn't get to have my little cry. No. And then it was Christmas Day. And I want to say, I had a really fantastic Christmas Day. It was lovely. We always enjoy Christmas, but sometimes it goes really quick. Yeah. We always buy the kids way too much, which I thought we wouldn't this year because we're poor again. But we still did. Yeah, but I, I did it I did it in a way where I use vintage. Yeah. And I I tried buying things without spending as much money. What I loved is everybody got loads of jumpers. Yeah. Because I have I used to be a huge jumper fan. Yeah. Before I moved to Dubai. Because I was still living here. And I was always cold. And you could wear jumpers in the summer. But I love a winter jumper. And I have been so gutted that I've not been able to wear them. Because if you put a jumper on in Dubai, even on Christmas Day, you're like, I've got to take it off. House yeah, is yeah, boiling. Yeah. It's boiling outside. We all got lots of nice jumpers. Yeah. Um, I can't even think about a lot of the stuff I got because we got each other way too much. But I think probably I got a lot of books. Of note, you got me a blue plaque, a blue plaque scratch-off poster where you've seen them around London. Mm-hmm. And this really thick blue plaque book. Yeah. Which tells you about each person, the address where the blue plaque is and... A couple of paragraphs about them. Little did you know, well, maybe you did, how that would tap into my OCD. I know, yes. My spectrum. Yeah. I'll say it again, my neurodivergency. Mm-hmm. Since then, I have become the blue plaque spotter. I was before, but now yeah. I'm just looking for more time. I'm reading about them. I'm learning. I loved that present. I do like that part of finding out about the person. I like reading the bu- the book. I'm not as obsessed of like oh there's a blue plaque there's a blue plaque but well no because i spot the blue plaque so what i do is if i went car with betsy taking us to school i'll spot a blue plaque and i'll say send me a message henry wood right jeffrey jellicoe and she's like who and i'm like i've passed it now come on jeffrey jellicoe little titch little titch yeah i saw the other day but look at that so this guy little titch is a four foot six performer yeah from music hall days in the 1800s yeah he died in the 1920s and I did a wrong turn the other day coming home and ended up on it. But I have Google Maps now set that it shows me blue plaques wherever I'm driving. What a fucking loser. <laughs> I, I went the wrong way, saw his blue plaque, and I thought, well, I'll just go and have a look at it on my own. Yeah. I come home, I read about him. There is videos of him from the 1800s. I've watched them, showed you one today. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is Which is like postcards from the dead. It's like, the it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. Then I read about him. And now every time I pass him, it's like I've learned that knowledge. And I can tell you, oh, this is this guy was the guy who started last night of the proms. But tell, tell us the story behind the little titch thing. 
Because I so think little that's Titch, cute. This guy, when he first started performing, he was known as Lord Titchfield because he looked like Lord a uh, Lord Litchfield or somebody like that. There was a Lord Titchfield. Yeah, there was. So they used to call him Little Lord Titchfield, which got st- shortened to Little Titch when he was performing on yeah. stage. And he was so popular that it became parlance for somebody smaller, Titch. Yeah, which I... Now we all say I, it, don't we? I think that's really Titchy. cute. Titchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been to the house where he lived and, I, and he died in that house, actually. Aww. So, yeah, that was my favourite Christmas present, I think, the blue plaque stuff. Not the urine bottle. Well, we'll get bottle. on to that. I think I'm going to save the piss bottle that you got me. Well, no, let's quickly mention it. You got me a piss bottle for Christmas. Now, here's the thing. The couple of times I've had to piss in car, and I'm sorry to bring this up again because I know we've done vast episodes on it. I've had to wee into either a Costa cup or a, an empty water bottle. What did I have in the car that we, day? The bag. The bag you told everybody Oh, well, about. I had to wee into a bag for life, which is not... There's no way of disposing of that. Which is, <laughs> and this is what I'm going to get on to. If I wee into a water bottle... Yeah. Then I can just empty it out. It looks like I'm emptying out a Lucasaid or something like that. I can just open the car door, put it out, because it looks like a drinks bottle. Yeah. You buy me... A piss bottle for the car uh, that looks like, I mean, I don't know if you called them this. Or, I think they're called Scooby-Doo's foot. The cardboard ones you get in hospital as a man to wee into. Right. That's what they look like. The uh, okay. cardboard and they look like a big Scooby-Doo's foot. They've got a neck and then this bulbous, looks like a wood, uh, a golf wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think my mum, you know, my mum was a nurse and she said they call them Scooby-Doo's feet because they look like Scooby-Doo's right. feet. Right. Anyway. You've bought me a hard plastic one of them that's puce green. <clears throat> I have had to use it, which I will go on to in the next episode. But when it comes to emptying it, it looks like a piss bottle. Well, why don't you just put the lid on and wait till you get home? Well, you don't know how many times I've had to use it, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, I like to get it out at my convenience. So when I empty that out... Well, I don't, here's another thing. I don't want to be carrying it from the fucking car to the house. Because if the neighbour's there, I'm carrying a bottle of piss in a green piss bottle and it doesn't look like anything else. Well, there, they use your bag for life. Put your piss bottle with the lid on in the bag for life. Can't use a bag for life anymore, can I? For obvious reasons. Because it's gone. <laughs> we'll get on to that. But yeah, you got me the piss bottle for Christmas. Yeah. You got me a Joni Mitchell CD in a frame, frame Joni Mitchell CD yeah. and then quoted the Love Actually scene. Well, I didn't quote. I said... I can't remember the name of the characters now, but I said he was an idiot. She got the better present. Yeah. Because Joni Mitchell is better than a gold necklace. It was going to be in case of emergency break glass, in case of a good cry break glass, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway. It was very cute, no, but a very romantic present. Yeah. And I looked everywhere to get it on vinyl and then ended up, in, you know, in a little record shop, like uh, from the Nick Hornby book where they're horrible to people. And yeah, I walked yeah, yeah. in and I was like, oh yeah, looking to get... Um, Johnny Mitchell, uh, both sides now, whatever it was called, the album. And he's like, on his computer, you're actually really nice. You're in South End. Record shop's called South, funnily enough. Uh, okay. It's right next to where Honey's studying. And it was really lovely. And he said, oh, they never released it on vinyl. No, and I knew that because I tried to get the same record for you for, for Christmas. For me. <laughs> you got me the Rodriguez album. Yeah. Which was lovely on vinyl because we looked fact. for that. That mm-hmm. was nice to listen to. But on the whole... Christmas presents were brilliant. I think the kids were really happy. Yeah, they seemed to be happy with their presents. And we played a lot of games. I just want to say Betsy has moved on. What's sad is, when the kids are young, you can buy them things that you want to play with. You know, like uh, Screwball Scramble? Yeah. I love playing that. 
the one with the little yeah puzzle games that you can play with, mm-hmm. computer games that you can play with. Then the kids get to an age and they stop wanting that stuff. Yeah. So Betsy this year, no plastic toys whatsoever. No. She's all makeup, bloody Nike Pro legging short bottoms, essential hoodies, face masks, treatments, jewellery. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. No, it was. I think the only thing that she asked for for doing was like making bracelets. Oh, she got a little bracelet thing. But we did get a lot of games. Yeah. Too many to mention, I would say. I'll quickly list some of the ones you've written down here. We've got Wavelength uh, app, which is on your phone. Right, now that was going to be one of your Christmas presents. It was a minimum 30 quid. Yeah. And you had to order it from America because it's mm-hmm. sold out everywhere. Wavelength is a fantastic game, but don't buy the board game. The app's free. Yeah. It's, I think it's 10 quid to buy all the packs. Do you know what's good about that one is it's one you don't have to get out the sofa, off the sofa for. It's like you can sit around with everybody and just sit in your seats. Trust me when I say this, that is a fantastic family game or dinner party Yeah, game. it's good. It's good fun. Fantastic. Good arguing game. Uh, then we got Traitors, Taskmaster. Both are, you have to sit at the table games. You need a bunch of people. And you need a bunch of people and they're long games. Yeah. I really enjoyed both, but you've got to be in the mood. See, I don't think we played Taskmaster at the right time because mm-hmm. I think we played it after a big meal and another Aldi cheese wheel. And I think some <laughs> other games as well. It's like Monopoly. Got to be in the zone. Where you, that's the only game you'll play that evening. Let's get some cocaine next time we play that because that co- cocaine or a drug or speed would be a great drug for doing the tasks. They're both really good games. They're both really good games. <laughs> I'm only joking just, about that. But you just need... Right, so Traitors, I didn't enjoy. I wasn't in the zone for it. Taskmaster, I got slightly in the zone. The tasks are bloody fantastic. Yeah, they're really good. But you've got to be prepared to get out of your seat yeah. and have a bit of a yeah. bit of a laugh. So that, that is a good game. Then we've got some other like smaller games. Uh, you've Got Crabs, I got for my dad for his birthday. That's a game. Yeah. called You've Got Crabs. <laughs> you've Got Crabs. And Explain the, what you've got. I I absolutely, I love hated playing it. Because yeah, I hated playing it, but I loved it a little it was, bit. It's a, it's a weird card game where you've got to try and make sets. But you're, you're in pairs. with a partner, yeah, and you have to have a code. To so sit. you have to sneak off together and go, right, my code is going to be, like the obvious one would be yawning. Yeah. My code is going to be yawning. So you both have the yawning code. So I'm in a couple with Honey. You're in a couple with somebody else. Your code is going to be scratching your nose. Yeah. So you've got to do your signal to your partner, scratching your and nose. they've got to declare that you've got crabs. Your yeah. partner has before anybody but else playing. I see you've got crabs. Yeah. But it's, it is really funny. So you bought it for your dad. And and the first time someone shouted it was Honey. And she got so excited and just screamed at my dad. You've got crabs. You've got crabs. How funny for a granddaughter to be shouting that at her <laughs> granddad over Christmas. And again, I keep saying this. You know, tele- television adverts about bums. I keep saying, or the mass singer. If my grandparents were alive today, they would be dumbfounded. You know when you talk about cavemen seeing a car or a light bulb? My grandparents, who didn't die that long ago, relatively, they would be looking at the world today like, if we were sat around a table with my granddad and everyone started saying, you've got crabs, it'd be (laughs) smacking the side of his head. It was a good game, good fun game. And um, get the ick. Well. Quick, easy game. So you lay four cards out. They've got things on like running for a bus, running for a bus and missing it. Picking your nose. Picking picking the nose 
ordering like a large popcorn at the cinema or something. Yeah, or and complaining to the waitress. Something like that. So four different, totally different... Oh, tr- tripping over yeah. as you're walking. This shows a generational difference. I mean, Honey, who's what, 18, 19 now... She's pretty much saying that all of them give her the ick. This new thing of the, yeah. everybody knows what the ick is, right? It's when it puts you off somebody. Yeah. Every one of them. Because I'm thinking, you're my partner, right? So I'm imagining <laughs> you doing them. And to me, you I'm were like, like... You were the opposite. Oh, they were all cute. Oh, they're cute. They're cute. When I, I, see I was you, a bit in the middle, but... When I see you do stuff like that, when you fluff something up or have a little faux pas, I just think it makes me love you a bit more. Yeah. There's very little... I think it's less about when you see your partners do it and more about when you see a random person do it. That's when... Well, it's not because it's supposed to be somebody who you fancy. Oh, maybe. Or it's supposed to be on a date. Like when I see someone biting the skin off their fingers, yeah. that really gives Ironically, me the Ironically, Honey does that No, a no, and Honey knows that. I've told Honey. But I, because she was saying it so much and I'm hardly saying it to any. And she's saying it about ones that... Like... Somebody running for a bus and missing it. She goes, that gives me the ick so much. <laughs> and I'm like, you you would feel, it would put you, so let's say, if I'm on, and it happened on the train. I got on the train, <laughs> turned round, who missed it? You, Betsy, was honey there? No, just me and Betsy. You and Betsy were there, and I was like, <gasps> I didn't think to myself, I want a divorce. I thought, I was like, oh my God, she's missed train. Oh, we, we've got an anecdote <laughs> coming here. Yeah, I, but then another time. Me and Betsy got on. You got the train. I missed the train. And then I had to... By the way, my trains got diverted and I ended up going wrong. But both times I'm like... Yeah. That is a really funny thing and it's cute. Yeah. And I end up saying to honey, I'm like, you're going to really struggle to get a relationship. <laughs> your your standards are ridiculously high. So that's get the ick. And then well worth playing. One last mention. There's one called The Mind, which you got me for my birthday, which is 100 cards that are dealt out between however many players and... They have got numbers on and you've got to put the cards down in order. Without signalling each other anything, you've got to put the lowest card down. So the first time we played it, we all just sat looking at each other for ages. Nobody puts a card down. Probably for five minutes in real time. Yeah. And then in the end, someone puts down, I don't know, a 35. Because if, you, if you've got a lower one, you lose a life. So somebody puts down a 14. I'm like, if you've got a 14, that needs to be going down pretty quick. Yeah. But we sussed it. But no, but before we sussed it, we play, we tried playing about five rounds, and we all, you know, one of them Christmas arguments, angry games. So we all got angry. Honey's doing that phone where she's looking at phone. She's not. After one round, she's not interested. She's checked out. We persevere because we've heard it's good. Anyway, then you find out there's a secret rule. Yeah, well, I think for beginners, you were uh, what you do is you count. You literally count the cards. So, so when you. You, at the beginning, you do a signal where you all tap the table and then you basically start going, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. In your head. In your head. Then we had an argument about that because I went, you've got to say Simon one, Simon two. And you're all like, what's that? Why are you suddenly saying Simon? And I'm like, that's what I say. I don't say <laughs> yeah. Mississippi. Yeah, but... Mississippi's got one five, Simon, six consonants. One Simon, two, one Mississippi, they don't match. You're having to go at me from that. And then I'm saying, like, no, you, a clock starts at zero. You yeah. don't so you don't go one Mississippi, you go zero, you go Simon one, one. Uh, sorry, Mississippi one. Yeah. So we have an argument about that. Well, it's because me and Betsy, we were like literally bang on time, but you're like one second in front of us. Anyway, this game, once you know that, yeah, it's, it's brilliant good, it's because what game. you do is even if let's so let's say somebody puts fourteen down and that is the lowest card, even if you've only counted to ten, you start recounting your head from fourteen. Yeah. We never 
finish all the rounds, but we got about six, seven rounds in, I think. Yeah. So I think it's good, like all these games are good, but you've got to be playing it in the right mindset. Yeah. Trust me, these are great well, games. And another one called Priorities, but I won't go into what it is. But the only game we that we did get this year that I don't think we particularly enjoyed was co- called Karen. That was a bit rubbish. But other than that... I don't remember it. No. Well, I mean, we got a laugh out of it because we played it with my cousin Lindsay, who hates the fact that we mentioned on podcast. We played it with my cousin Lindsay, highfalutin lawyer, yeah. who didn't get the rules. <laughs> we ended up absolutely laughing his heads off, didn't we? So they were the Christmas... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Games. So Christmas was a good day. Fantastic. We didn't go to bed till about two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, then Boxing Day. Absolutely knackered. We drive down to the New Forest to see your parents. Yeah. For Boxing Day, which is your dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. Dennis's birthday. I think last year, we had a party Boxing Day last year in Dubai. Well, so that ruined Boxing Day last year. Well, it was his 60th and... Oh, no, no. I don't mean his birthday ruined it. What I mean is we had... It wasn't just his birthday. We had a ton of people coming round. Oh, you mean we didn't get to do Boxing Day? So normally Boxing Christmas Day is so hectic that Boxing Day is when you play with all your presents and yeah. you sit and read your book and you look at all your toys and everything. So we talked about whether we should go down or not. And in the end, we were like, yeah, we should. It's fine. We can come back and we'll have that. We'll have the perineum, that space between mm. Christmas and New Year. So we drove down. Pretty uneventful drive down. Quite enjoyable. Apart from the light came on again. The, yeah. Boxing Day were all right. Yeah, lovely food. My mum did some nice food. We played we played some games. And it was just, it, yeah, it was nice. It was nice Went evening. a bit quick. Yeah, it was too to quick, honest. too quick. We opened a ton more presents. Yes. I didn't even know this was coming. I forget about this every time we go down to your folks at Christmas. They basically do a Christmas day for us there. Mm. So there's so many Christmas presents. I just turned around to Dennis. You're down I was like, I can't bring all this back. We've got a Kia Picanto. We've got the dog with us. <laughs> and we've got... Our clothes that we'd taken down. So we'd not took a lot, but we'd, the car was full. Yeah. So like, we'll take back as much as we can. Well, they were coming up for but New Year, so... Next day we stuck around for a bit. We went to a family party at your family's. Yeah, for some more food. Fair play to them. They'd done us a decent... they put flags in all the vegetarian food, which was lovely. Yeah, it's very sweet. Chris and Elaine. Yeah, we haven't seen my dad's side of the family for quite a while, oh. so it was nice to see everybody and... As I remember these kids, they were all little kids. <laughs> I mean, they all seem like Leo and Honey, if not younger. You go around now, they're all men with beards, not the girls. They've all got partners. They've all got kids. These were little kids. <laughs> now they've all got jobs and kids. They're yeah. talking about ices. I'm like, you were children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Unfortunately, we were leaving that day, so we, we stuck around for a little while. Yeah. So by the time it came time to leave, a storm hit. And I'd said to you, I don't want to be driving home in dark and this storm's coming. So we need to be leaving at about two o'clock. 
so we didn't leave till later than that. We drove home through lashing rain, massive high winds, pitch yeah. black. It, yeah. We got stuck on M25. I think we stayed in relatively good spirits for it, though. Yeah, it was a long drive back. After that? Well, then we then we didn't really go out. You know, we watched films, we ate loads of food. Well, the bad more. thing was, Leo, he's in his last year of university, he's got a lot of projects on. Mm-hmm. He had, like, a dissertation stuff to do. So between between then and him leaving, yeah, he was pretty much in here in our office. Yeah. Right in his dissertation. All day and quite a bit of the night. Yeah. And I was gutted. You can't say anything because he obviously has got to do it. Well, I, I think the last few times we've seen Leo, he's been preoccupied because yeah. he's had filming projects on or something on. And again, it was a shame because his mind was somewhere else. But uh, in his defence, he did try and, like, in the evenings, try and switch off. But it, yeah. you could tell that he... Which, for us... I mean, we we tried to carry on doing Christmassy stuff, played a lot of yeah. Switch games, got a lot of new Switch games. We'll probably have to do an episode on that at yeah. some point for gamers. I think it was only two days after getting back, you get a message from your mum. Yeah, so the party that we'd been to the on the 27th... The party that we'd been at, where, by the way, I'd hugged everybody. Yeah, the, the hosts had come down with COVID and then my dad got COVID. Yeah. Now, my dad, he seems to get ill every year for my mum's birthday because whatever we plan... He is ill for New Year's Eve and my mum's birthday. It has happened now. I think it's happened four times. And by the way, they're not even with us sometimes because they're in England. It's happened, I think, three times in <laughs> Dubai and one time here. And when my mum said, I was like, no way, not again. And she said, that's why I said, but... I mean, he even pulled. What was the thing I was talking about in the last episode? The brain thing? What did I say? It's called neurodivergency, that thing about feeling happier after. When we did that party last year, he did his birthday party. As soon as the karaoke machine came... He went, I'm going to bed. So he did that thing, what we were talking about, you know, that thing of feeling happy to be out of somewhere. And then he got ill straight away. Yeah. We didn't see him again till New Year. Yeah, but it was, it was a real shame because we were we so were excited about them coming up. And... and there was about 12 of us going to Toby Carvery and don't slag it off because he's falling on deaf ears because he's a great roast. <laughs> the most beautiful Toby Carvery in the world. Yeah. We'd booked it. Your parents were coming. My cousin was coming with uh, her family. Andy Stella was coming. Mm-hmm. We love to bits. We couldn't book the Toby Carvery for that many people until half past five at night on New Year's Day, which we were devastated about. Yeah. Because we wanted to do a lunch and then have a, everybody wait for games. Yeah. By but, the time it gets there, your parents aren't coming. Well, yeah. So so New Year's Eve, after it, you know, I was expecting to have my folks here and we were going to play games and, you know, not go out. So we bought all food in. Yeah, party food. So they had said they weren't coming up, which was a shame. And then you get a message from your cousin who... We are going out with for New Year's Day. Her husband, Nick, he's come down ill. He's poorly. So he's now not coming to the meal. And then we were like, they're going to have a crap New Year's Eve Yeah, now. so I'm like, what were you guys doing? Because Stella's with them, obviously, yeah. and I'll come and get you. Yeah. So we bring them down, and we actually ended up having, I think, really nice New Year's Eve. Apart from one thing. What? Leo. Oh, my God. We have done a spread yeah. that covered the dining room table mm-hmm. and the side. Yeah. Feeding the 5,000. Yeah, but anyone that's ever been to a, any we, of our... We love a spread. The guys come down. We've all put nice clothes on. Made a bit we of effort. We all went sparkly, yeah. All went sparkly. The drink is flowing. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I knew what Leo was doing because I know when I can see when people do it. They drink for courage. Like, literally. Dutch courage. Dutch courage, yeah. Leo, as, as you do, as my dad does, as a lot of, like, males that I know seem to get nervous when they're social situation. Social situation. Leo hasn't met your 
cousin and auntie that many times because he's always at uni whenever. See, I don't think about that. No, well. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, and I knew, I could see that he was down in these bloody glasses of wine quickly and I knew he was doing it for a bit of Dutch courage. But I literally had just got back. I, li- I picked him up at quarter past seven, half past seven, he's they drunk, were here. He's drunk nearly a whole bottle. We're having a catch up. Yeah. We're, get- we're having a bit of food. We start playing a game. We're sitting in a big circle and Leo's answers are bizarre. Yeah. And he's doing that thing where his head is like... Well, I didn't even notice Hanging. This. I think one of you said, oh, oh, he went to the toilet for ages. And one of you said, Leo's drunk. I'm like, he can't be drunk. No time... From me having a sober conversation with him to now... And it's, Not not, enough it's time now about passed. half past eight. So there's still a lot of the evening to go before yeah. midnight. Then his girlfriend, who's in Turkey, calls him. So he says, I'm going to go and call Maya. I will come in to check on him half an hour later because he sat in the office. Full Jimi Hendrix. She's talking away to him. He's got his eyes shut with a phone in his hand as if he's listening. Every now and then again, he bounces back into life and starts talking back to her. And then he goes, I'll be out in a minute. And then never saw him again. Half nine, I come to check on him again and bring him some water. He's absolutely soundo on the sofa. Can't get any life out of him. The fireworks happen. We do party poppers over his head. Nothing is waking. He's him. not moving. We took selfies with him. I've got selfies. I could post them. Yeah. So he missed it all, which is again considering we'd not for about a week we've not seen him because he's been working mm. on stuff. And I'd said to him, "You're not going to be doing any work like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, are you?" Nah, I'm going to have both of them days. Yeah. Because he's going on the second. Yeah. No, no, their days are for us. So New Year's Eve, midnight was brilliant. It was good fun. There was a lot of fireworks around. I didn't know what to expect. We could have got, we were going to go up to Alexandra Paris and watch them off the uh, big hill up there because apparently it's really good. That's what Lindsay and them lot were going to do. In the end, we just stood out on back garden and it was like every house was having a firework display. Mm. And they went on for... Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. They just kept going and going. We did sparklers. We sang Old Lang Syne. We all had a big hug. Very nice. I've not had that family feeling for a long time like that. You know, we're a bit of family there. And I'm so gutted that your parents weren't there. No, it was nice. It was nice. And I was gutted about Leo not being there because, you know, like I said, it was so important for me to have all five of them there together. And like it was like one of, you know, moment that I wanted him to... Well, we'll talk about he, this a bit in he, the next one. Cause... He did say the next morning that he regretted what he did. Sorry, a drinker who passed out regretted no, what he did no, the what, night before? He said he was really excited about seeing the fireworks and everything. Well, I'll tell you this. But he agreed with me because about... Because he's, he's got the wrong mother, unfortunately. As far as drinking influence goes, as, as we pointed out in... Was it in the, in the previous episode about your session on Betsy's last day of school? He's got the wrong person to help him pace drinking. So I'll tell you this, the next time he's here and we're doing an evening like that or something like that's happening, he is limiting his intake, you know, and he's having a bloody glass of water every time. That's, I mean, that took us up to New Year. We went out the front. I don't know what time you and I went out front because we'd not sit, we'd not had that moment. You know, as a couple, you do the big New Year thing, family, kids, blah, 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 sparklers, poppers. Then you have to find a little minute to say it to each other, don't you? Well, I was a bit gutted we didn't have the New Year's Eve kiss. Well, but then you, I I had some more fireworks out the front, so I we went, went out. I went out, and then you you followed me. Snuck out, and you and I stood in the street. And this was after a good while after. Still, tons of fireworks going off everywhere. Mm. Just out of nowhere, Happy New Year! <laughs> and I'm looking round, and I'm like, Up here! Who said that? No, Up. but the first time, Happy New Year! Just the guy, <laughs> and I'm like. 
I don't know where you are, but Happy New Year, like that. And then a little while later, it turns out they're in a V-Lux window watching yeah. the fireworks yeah. up road. But that's when we had our little moment together. A little cuddle and a little little kiss. And I said to you, we've survived another year together. Yeah, and what a year it's been. Probably the biggest year of my life, I think. It's been a it's been a weird old year, and a lot of highs, a lot of lows, yeah. a lot of I, it. Like people are still asking about you know the Dubai to the UK move and all that stuff, and do we miss Dubai? People ask that all the time. I do still miss Dubai, but not Dubai as a place. Dubai the lifestyle, Dubai some of the people, not all of the people. Some people I'm pleased to not see anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I, and I miss I'm really miss the schools. You know, I think it's it's taken us time to settle here but i am enjoying it here as well it's it's a, it's a, it's been a weird year but i think our first what have we been three or four months in london now mm-hmm. i think it's been i think we've done it quite well yeah i think we've landed lucky with the house we're now both working which is good because as mm. you heard on a previous podcast i was really getting down about that whilst we're both working we're not earning anywhere near enough money to live in london no, though that's so that's true. a stress tell you what let's not do new year's day here Let's leave this one here because yeah. I've got to go and fetch Betsy from school. And then we're going to record the third episode of this one, which is going to be about 2024 so far. Okay. So uh, thanks for listening. That's the Christmas catch up. We will be back very soon with another podcast, which is going to be about what's happened in 2024, taking the kids back, getting back to normality, an update on the carpet situation. And we've got all our best film recommendations yeah. for over Christmas because we've watched some good stuff so happy Christmas happy new year <laughs> yeah happy Christmas happy new year and happy uh, Hanukkah it's good to be back yeah sorry it's been a while yeah. see you later bye the end mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.